you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, Super Tuesday is nearly upon us. To prop one or not to prop one, Elias Robert Garova helps us figure it out. And who exactly is backing the re-election of LA City Council member John Lee in the San Fernando Valley? Plus, Van Nuys is getting a little brighter. That's thanks to a new solar pilot program. It's March 1st. I'm Julie Slater, and this is the L.A. Report from L.A.ist. Voters will soon decide Proposition 1. That's the measure that, if passed, would create more than $6 billion in bonds for treatment beds and housing for people living with mental illness. But as L.A.ist Robert Garova reports... Some are worried it could take money away from mental health crisis teams and other existing services. With more funding going toward housing under Prop 1, L.A. County says unarmed mental health crisis teams could take a hit. Those two-person teams are made up of clinicians from the Department of Mental Health who respond to situations involving people in crisis. The county has struggled to build the teams out as an alternative to police responses, which can escalate and turn violent. L.A. County does not have an official stance on Prop 1. For LAist 89.3, I'm Robert Garova. Independent expenditure committees are spending more than a million dollars to help re-elect L.A. City Councilmember John Lee in the San Fernando Valley. LAist civics and democracy correspondent Frank Stoltz says some of City Hall's biggest players are backing the incumbent. They include the labor unions that represent L.A. police officers, firefighters, and Department of Water and Power workers, the L.A. Area Chamber of Commerce, and the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Business interests say Lee has been a great partner. The spending comes despite allegations Lee violated city ethics rules by taking illegal gifts from developers, charges Lee denies. Lee faces just one challenger in the race, former City Ethics Commission Chair Serena Oberstein. If you're filling in your mail-in ballot for Tuesday's election, you may notice the envelope has a couple of holes in it. A reader wrote to LAist asking, does the hole in the mail-in ballot have a see-through function? Our civics and engagement producer, Brianna Lee, has the answer. The holes on your ballot envelope have two purposes. Number one, they help visually impaired people find the signature line so that they can sign their envelope in private. Number two, when election workers tally up the votes, the holes help them confirm that the envelopes don't still have ballots inside. These holes have been part of the envelope design for a long time now, and rest assured, they are not meant for anybody to be able to see your votes inside. For LAS 89.3, I'm Brianna Lee. If you have more questions about voting in the March 5th election, ask us at las.com vote. Coming up, your free ride into California's state parks could be coming to an end. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. 
one lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at Elias.com slash sweeps. Elias has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAS.com slash events. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Julie Slater. A popular program that got thousands of residents into California's state parks is in jeopardy. Details from Elliot reporter Yusra Farazan. The California Library State Parks Pass program allows library card holders to check out a free one-day parking pass to over 200 state parks. But Governor Newsom's proposed budget for the upcoming year calls for an end to the three-year pilot program that saw nearly 10,000 passes checked out in L.A. County alone since it first began in 2022. Data showed the program benefited low-income households and people of color. Parking fees for individual vehicles can cost up to $15. For LA's 89.3, I'm Yusra Farzan. Los Angeles is lighting the way with a new pilot program to install more than 100 solar-powered streetlights in Van Nuys. Miguel Songalong directs the city's Bureau of Street Lighting, which handles the roughly quarter million streetlights. He says the new solar system means they're not completely reliant on the power grid anymore. An earthquake flood or other national disaster, which could take out an electrical system, you could look out your window and still see our lights on because of the fact that it can do everything by itself. But the city is already looking to expand the pilot program. They're hoping to have 900 of the new streetlights across L.A. by next July. A group of teens from South L.A. didn't have robotics classes in school, so they created a team of their own at Bell Tech Center. That's a resource for low-income residents who don't have broadband at home. Twelve-year-old Hazel Victoria is the youngest member of the Cybernauts. They built and programmed a robot called Jeffrey from scratch. It's my first robotics competition, and I'm very excited. (laughs) Last weekend, they competed against the region's top teams. Team member Elizabeth Turcios says they were knocked out at the semifinal. We all did try our best and gave it our all. Just building the robot despite having even just limited resources. They did win a Judge's Choice Award for unique and outstanding efforts. Baseball is almost here. March 28th may be the most anticipated Dodgers home opener ever. And we've got your tickets. Get automatically entered to win a pair when you donate at las.com slash give. And listen Monday to meet the winner, which, by the way, might be you. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Julie Slater filling in for Nick Roman. Be sure to listen this weekend when Julia Paskin brings you the L.A. Report. The L.A. Report is produced by Nate Perez and Tiffany Ugie. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is our director of content development. Our engineer is Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about this evening's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. Listeners like you help make the L.A. Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford. 
who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Hi, I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, and we are back for another round. This is clearly an NPR audience. (laughs) I think they're so smart. What the hell? My guests this time are actor Vela Lavelle and author Amanda Montel, whose new book, The Age of Magical Overthinking, is out now. Join us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum for book talk, trivia, and hot takes. Tickets can be found at laist.com slash events. 